Hello, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Uh, today, I'm reviewing podcast 1234 with, with Dr. David Sinclair. Uh, this is a fascinating conversation, and uh, somebody that I think Joe has wanted to get on uh, f- for some time. Uh, it, it seems like the theme of the week is having anti-aging professionals on and, and people that know everything about health and longevity and, and this and that. I mean, uh, later on in the week, he has Ben Greenfield on and Ben Greenfield is like a wealth of knowledge as well. But uh, this conversation, when you're listening to Joe's podcast on this, you know, don't be afraid to take some notes if you're into finding out what the best supplements are for taking care of your body and living a long time. Uh, that's what I would say. But otherwise, it was fascinating. So uh, I'm going to start the review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? As I said, uh, David Sinclair, Dr. David Sinclair, is a genetics professor. So he's a professor at Harvard uh, and deals, most of his focus is on anti-aging, longevity studies, that sort of thing. So he does a lot of testing on mice, giving them different compounds and seeing how he can get them to live longer. And also uh, some other creatures, I think, like more singular cell type things. So I guess that's how the science is done. And uh, there we go. He he then uses that information and um, kind of applies it to himself in a, in a way before human trials have started. Now, it sounds a little bit sketchy when you're doing experiments on yourself, but I mean, all he's taking is just compounds that are either already given to humans in some uh, amount or have been, um, you know, they used as like prescription drugs or something else. So it's not like he's just trying any wacky new things that nobody's ever uh, tried before. Then he uses some company called Inside Tracker. I think it's like a blood testing company and they give you a lot of uh, metrics and results on your blood and they kind of uh, let you know where your levels stand. Now, I have a feeling that when they send that back to you, it probably doesn't even mean a lot to the regular person. But since he is a doctor of genetics and understands kind of these lab results, maybe he can make sense of it. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe it is pretty simple. Maybe it's like you need to eat more carrots. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, David was originally from Australia, so he has a bit of an accent on this podcast. And uh, it's not super Australian, though. He's obviously been in, in the U.S. a long time. Um, and uh, before he started working at Harvard, he went to MIT. So all around a brilliant guy, uh, always thinking hard and working hard. He, he's also owned many companies that have done well, all kind of in the lines of anti-aging type companies. He doesn't really specify, but the idea was all things designed to kind of help humanity and anti-aging. So it's it's not about mega profits and and boosting, uh, you know, stock value and all the rest of it. Though he has made some money. He did allude to selling some company he was a partial shareholder in for I think it sold for like 700 million, something ridiculous. 
Anyway, so he's got some money and he can use that money now to put it into these new company ideas. And, and I think the, his focus is just really is to kind of help uh, humanity and get his work done and and, uh, and learn some things. So uh, he gets into different ways of increasing uh, lifespan. Uh, intermittent fasting is a good one. That seems to work in a lot of different creatures and mammalians that they've checked on and they're starting to think that it definitely shows good effects in people. I don't know if you've ever tried intermittent fasting. It's basically where you like don't eat for 16 hours and then you only eat in like a window of eight. You can do it in like 10 and different amounts and you can do it for a few days and, and then eat regular, different things like that. But it, it seems to work for people. I've tried some form of it and uh, it's it's certainly easier than you would think and you feel pretty good. You know, so so at least that I know, but um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's something that try it, see if you like it. Uh, but he's saying it's he's saying it's good, and he's saying you should be hungry for a period of the day as well, which is kind of an interesting thing to think because people don't often like being very hungry. Uh, Joe asked him obviously a lot of kind of conspiracy theory things, like what are people trying? Uh, a scientist using CRISPR to genetically alter humans and other clones and those sorts of things. Like, you know, Joe loves to get into into the the conspiracy side of, of stuff, or at least ask the questions. And, uh, and what was interesting is David actually works for government agencies that kind of oversee the actions of different countries and what they're up to. One thing he knows for sure is some doctor in Japan used CRISPR to remove some aid, this gene that that allows people to get AIDS from their body, so these two kids could never get HIV, and uh, the doctor just did this and then released the findings, and it was seen as kind of like taboo, like not really a good thing to do, to just kind of throw out there because since he didn't really keep all the research transparent in that sense, it's like well. Maybe if it had gone horribly wrong, he wouldn't have announced it at all. And it's just one of those things. So so David's kind of annoyed about that. And a lot of scientists are because they're also worried that it might put uh, the spotlight back on that sort of research. And they don't want what happened during the Bush administration with stem cells, where there was this big push against the research because they thought, I don't know, that it was like playing God or something like that. So they definitely want to keep that open and find out more about what CRISPR can do. So scientists, you know, he's saying they need to be more careful about kind of how they're releasing that information, that sort of thing. Uh, My question was like, what did the parents ask for this? Or did he just say, hey, I'll just do this to your kids if you want. Uh, It just seems like a strange thing. I don't know why anyone would allow that to happen. And HIV is not very... Or AIDS is not very common place in Japan, so uh, from from what they were saying, so I don't know. It just sounded strange that anyone would even bother. Like, imagine how messed up your kids could be, and you're like, well, they weren't even going to get this anyway. Well, uh, he towards the end of the conversation, Joe is asking a lot of questions about what he takes in particular, what what David Sinclair takes. Being that he is an anti-aging specialist, and and that's a good thing to know, right? It's like what are the what are the chefs eat at the restaurant they cook at? That's a good question. 
It's because they're always going to eat the best thing. And uh, in the same way, what are these guys taking? So it's one thing to just say what does what and different types of lifestyles are helping. But Joe really got into it about how he works out. Does he use saunas? Does use saunas. Uh, he believes in that and he believes in the research about longevity from sauna use. Also, something called resveratrol, which is from red wine. And uh, that's supposed to be a very good anti-aging supplement. I actually bought some because Amazon had some real cheap. And I'm like, what the hell? I'll try it out. If this guy says he's good. I mean, really, how smart do you need to be to be a genetics professor at Harvard that came from MIT? This guy knows what he's talking about. He's not just throwing it out there. And these aren't his products anyway. It's not like he's selling them. There was another one called NMN which I looked up online and it's incredibly expensive, so I won't be getting that. But that one also plays a role with resveratrol in promoting anti-aging. Um, he said, basically said resveratrol is like the accelerator and NMN is like the fuel. And if that is the case, my dumb brain is saying that maybe without NMN, resveratrol is not even going to work. But, uh, oh, well, fuck it. It was only like... $12, so it doesn't matter. Try it out. Uh, but yeah, NMM is very expensive. Won't be getting on that one. Uh, there's another one called Metformin, which he said is actually medication for diabetes, which David does not have. And he stresses that multiple times on the podcast. But research has shown people that take Metformin actually have reduced risk of a lot of different types of illness, heart disease, cancer, some other ones. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, all of them but uh yeah so there's that which i i found pretty interesting like he doesn't even have diabetes and and he thinks that this medication is a good one to get on so you know again i mean he's an expert he must know this i'm not saying everyone should get on it but uh it makes you think but it reduces all kinds of illness illnesses and uh it has a pretty drastic effect so so those are the three main ones doesn't take a lot of other supplements uh i don't think he drinks a lot and uh you know he does get uh some exercise in but uh it's a fascinating conversation it's one that if you're into living a long time being healthy and not having um alzheimer's and other diseases which really you should be because come on i mean it's going to get you eventually and you're going to wish you had taken care of yourself by the time you get there listen to it take a listen you know, and with the Ben Greenfield one coming up, which I'll review shortly, I'm sure, these podcasts are really good ones to take some notes and see, you know, if there's any minor changes you can put in your life. You know, I really think in a lot of ways, this is not just for people that are trying to be super healthy and live a long time, but maybe you're pretty sedentary and you don't work out a lot and you just don't have the energy and you're like, well, shit, is there anything I can do that's fairly simple, like take a few pills? That might help lower blood pressure and other things. And, and this is where these types of podcasts come in. And, and this is where they get, you know, uh, where you can get a lot of good information from. But anyway, I really enjoyed the podcast. It's an interesting dude. Super smart. Uh, check it out. And thanks for listening, guys. Mm -hmm.